the beautiful Alicia Fox. Spoke to you and said this, Bob, but my name's Billy. It doesn't matter what your name is. Loaded up with alcohol, more specifically vodka, whiskey, beer, tequila, more beer, more vodka, more whiskey, and more beer. He's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna, he's coming in here. He's gonna puke. He's gonna puke. He's gonna puke. He's gonna puke. Three ain't enough. Now I need five. Welcome in Jim, Ryan, Matt, Tim, and intern Mark. And after tonight, none of you in this ring will ever. There's a one. There's a two. Oh! oh, wow. Wow, indeed. Welcome to Three Count Thursday live here on Thursday, January 16th, 2020. We are the podcast of the millennium and we have tons to talk about this week, including what a freaking week it was. Um, there was good there was bad, there was controversy, there was sadness. Um, and of course, the uh, the sad news, uh, Rocky Johnson uh, passed away, the, the father of Dwayne the Rock Johnson, the son-in-law of High Chief Peter, Peter Maivia, um, started his career in the NWA in 1964, uh, debuted in the WWF in 1982, retired in 1991. Uh, he was inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame in 20, uh, 2008. He, along with his tag team partner, Tony Atlas, became the first black tag team to win the WWF Tag Team Championship. He also held numerous titles uh, across uh, companies that he worked for, including Georgia Championship Wrestling, Mid-Atlantic, NWA Affiliates, uh, and many more. Um, he was 75 uh, so again, we uh, we are thinking about the Johnson family, the uh, the Smoan family of wrestling, and and, and many others uh, who knew him. Um, and uh, rest in peace, Rocky Johnson. Again, we are glad to be with you here on a Thursday night, as we always are each and every week. Um, Ryan is somewhere meandering the uh, the whereabouts around Studio L. Tim won't be with us this week. Intern Mark is still without uh, is still without Hershey Park, and uh, and Matt I think will be joining us here uh, in just a couple of moments. Uh, but independent shows uh, on the calendar this week. There is only two as Ryan sits down here at the table. Ryan, how we doing? Is the is the perimeter secure? We're safe. Okay. Sorry for being late, folks. Good, Hit no. some traffic on the way over here. It's it's always fine. It's always fine. Yeah, the traffic was bad around the very... It's a metropolitan area we podcast out of. Yeah, so. we are in a, a high traffic area, but... That's L-E-E-I-B-Sports.com. What a maneuver. com. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, you can uh, follow along with us on our all of our social media. Go to our website, 3 Count Thursday. 
NGSC.com. We uh, are a proud part of the NGSC Sports Radio Network. We also stream daily and live at LeebSports.com, like Ryan said, L-E-E. Did I jump the gun? You did. I was doing the... Yep, my B. It's okay. Oh, L-E-E-I-B sports. Yes. sports.com. I just thought because I was late. Dot com. Oh, did, we, we did a 10-beller for, for Rocky, we, didn't we? Yeah, we did. We did yep, that makes sense. You want I'm, me to go off and try this again? No, or? no, no. I'm, okay. And I, even, I, I I screwed up a little bit, too, because I always have the uh, the music on a repeater. Repeater, So we right. actually did an 11-bell. You know what? He deserves all he, bells. He did, the, right. uh, he did deserve the 11th bell. We have uh, one independent show on the calendar um for this week and or actually two from one company though uh it is uh, mcw their winter blast in joppa maryland at the mcw arena that is tomorrow night january the 17th doors at six bell time is at eight on that one and then they take it on the road mcw winter blast on saturday in hollywood maryland at the hollywood volunteer fire department doors at six o'clock again on on saturday but the bell time on this one is 7.30 p.m. So, two chances to see MCW two Pro chances. Wrestling. And, and I'll weekend. be honest with you, Joppa, Maryland, Jim, it is just beautiful this Gorgeous. time of year. This time Why of you year. wouldn't want to visit Joppa, Maryland this time of year is beyond me. I'm back you up there a little. Just beautiful. There you guys better. Um, what's up, Devin? Jason with us. Ken as well. Hello, Lee. I uh, see Lee's Scotty in here. Scotty is with us. So, hey, how's it going? Yeah, I don't think we're going to get as much snow as they originally thought, which uh, I'm totally snow fine is with. Too much well, snow. and you know, a coating is too much. But I think I think there's going to be less than they were originally calling for. Which, but more than a coating, right? More than a coating, yeah. Which, yeah, Hate we ne- we never need that. Um, I think I think Ryan. Let's think about it. Therefore, I am. Uh, I think we have Matt on the line. Matt, are you with us? I'm with you. Awesome, awesome. Welcome in. Um, I think Tim's in West Virginia. Tim, I believe, is in West Virginia this week. I don't know. I guess he's on vacation. No, if I think Virginia is for lovers. What is West Virginia? Mm. Come in my face. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Jesus, maybe. <laughs> I mean, I, you never know, I guess. You don't know. Um, but Yikes. Yeah, that got real, real quick. You can't say that on television, can you? We're not on television. Come in my face. But no one's ever well, said were. that on television. I mean, you come in my face, I'm going to fight you. That's what I would do. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be too happy about it. I would not be if happy you're, at all. Uh, yeah, Sandman's going to be at MCW uh, this weekend. Um, yeah, Tyler, we do have... Uh, I want to remind people, because we just did get the calendar updated... Uh, Tyler reminds us that SWO returns to Redline in February. I do have that show on the calendar. Yes, if yes. you head over to threecountthursday.com, we have an upcoming independent show page. It's a great page. Now, these these are shows that either we'll be working at, like Ryan, you do uh, ACW and Rogue. I do. Um, occasionally, we, we you know jump into some other federation for various reasons. Sometimes. Um, or it's going to be shows that we're going to be attending, uh, or just ones that we support in and around the uh, Pennsylvania, Delaware, Maryland, New Jersey, New York area. Um, so again, 3CountThursday.com. Find the upcoming uh, shows page. We have shows on there from this week all the way out through, um, I think, into April, actually. April. So t- tons of shows uh, uh, there as well. And we will highlight um, the ones for the upcoming weekend each and every week here on the show, as we always do. Because we do want you to support independent wrestling. And if you don't... No, wherever, wherever you live. You don't have to just be in our area. Um, 
There's an app for that now. There. What is that? The I think a Phil. I think Phil Stamper made an app, an indie wrestling like. Was it called like the indie app. Ca- calendar? Or I'm gonna something? have to look it up. He did. Yeah, he yeah. always did the indie wrestling calendar. Yeah, like take a, a look. Thing, Let people but... know about that. And actually, I'm gonna uh, try. I'm gonna try and remind the webmaster to uh, add that to that it got page. Shared the hell over my Facebook page. So, <laughs> but um, it's gonna be hard to find if, it. If yeah, if you don't know, check out that app or reach out to us, and we will uh, we will help find one for you because we want you to support. Uh, independent wrestling as much as uh, as you can. Um, see, yeah, I think he, I think Tim's there with uh, like his in law or like not his in laws, but his girlfriend's family or something. His outlaws. His outlaws. <laughs> um, all right, let's uh, let's jump into this one. If you're following along in the live video, please give it a uh, like. Please give it a share. Um, get as many people in here as possible because, you know, there's no more NFL on a Thursday night. So you really have no excuse uh, for not being with us each and every Thursday night from now uh, until uh, until August. So um, this week, dude, there was news and stuff to talk about all over the place. And let's go back to it. It was probably I think it was a week ago uh, on Friday um, where. The the Tessa Blanchard's weekend did not start off that well. Sure didn't. Uh, it finished pretty well, um, and I, I and and then she gave a promo that I think clouded more of uh, more of the situation than cleared anything up. But obviously, the the um, some of the the not you know not good allegations um, that that came out about Tessa Blanchard uh, on on. Yeah, I think it was either Friday or Saturday last week, and there was numerous allegations from numerous people, and then others began to, uh, you know, to to back up and support the allegations. I think there was racist allegations, mm-hmm. there was bullying allegations, um, you know. So that that is obviously very bad if uh, if they are true. Now, I'm not going to speak on the uh, the validity of these because I, I I don't think I have ever even been working a show that Tessa was on, because I think the PWE show that she was at, I was on vacation. That is correct, yeah. Uh, so, you know what I mean? I'm not I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit here and say these are all right uh or are all correct. I'm not gonna say that these are all wrong because I have no basis on that. Uh the allegations are very uh very unfortunate. Um and, and like here's the thing if uh um and this is what I'll just kind of say, like in general, the thing that, and I know, you know, there's there's a lot of people like, oh, the world's, you know, so much softer than it used to be, and and you know, people are just looking for their five seconds, or they're just trying to bring people down. Like, if if there's one thing that I think social media and and the internet has given given people that is a very good thing, in my opinion, it's the people that normally wouldn't have been heard, the ability to be heard. Now, in the same time, there there may be times where people embellish things um, or uh, straight out lie, and that hurts the people who actually have a case and people who have actually uh, been a victim of something. So, I, again, I don't know where this specific situation lies, but when a situation is brought to light, that, that presents everybody an opportunity um, to evaluate any situations that they might be in sure. that may get, you know give people an opportunity to evaluate themselves and how they treat people and i'm not like you know what i mean like even if you are not a bully or you know belittling people it it also may make you think man maybe when i'm presented with a stressful situation i could just handle it a little bit better 
Like, you know what I mean? Because it's like, you know, if I wasn't really um, a, a horrible person in that situation, but maybe I shouldn't have raised my voice um, or, you know, or, or you know, anything like that. So I, I do think that any of these type of situations, and we'll get obviously to the to the impact show where a historical event happened. Um, but it, you know, it was it was something that I I you know as it started to come out, I was like, holy crap! Like this is uh, this is real. And and for for anybody that that actually has has felt a victim of of, of something like that from her, I, I genuinely genuinely feel bad that that person had to deal with that. Um. I don't know. I'm torn on that. Like the timing is awfully suspect. To to, to and, and I'm I'm just going to present the other side, Jim, of you. Um, and have you ever bullied anybody? It's just so fun, right? <laughs> like let's let's all be bullies together. Is that the PSA we were trying to go with? Um, let's just bully. Matt, are you in? Let's just bully everybody. <laughs> it is very fun. I must it's say, a fucking hoot. Especially if they're smaller than you. Most people are. Well, yeah, yeah. Uh, No, no. In all seriousness, like, I don't think, you know, bullying, especially racism. Racism has absolutely no spot in professional wrestling, in sports, in entertainment, um, in in the world today. And I have zero time for anybody that's going to, you know, present that way. Like, it's really easy to not, just just not be, like, unless you are racist, like, it's easy to not be a racist. Just don't well, be a fucking racist. Like, right, it's really exactly. Easy. Like, it, 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 just don't be an asshole. Don't be you a know, racist, you know. Did, did she say the N-word? Does that make her a racist? Or did she, like, slip and say that, like, when she shouldn't have said Like, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not, I wasn't in that spot. I've never had a bad interaction with Tessa. I've had one interaction with Tessa Blanchard. Um, and it wasn't a bad interaction. But that doesn't mean everybody's going to have good interactions. Yeah, exactly. So, like... I can say I had a non-racist, not bad interaction with Tessa Blanchard. I might be in the minority here. Well, and like here's the thing, like because I I know I saw a lot of people that were saying like you know oh I don't be- you know I can't believe this because my interaction with her that I've had um, has always been really good and it's like okay I mean you've had probably had like one or two like for from a fan standpoint it was probably at a meet and greet. Like first off, somebody who's uh, getting paid to do a, a picture opportunity or like sign an autograph, genuine or generally, not genuinely, generally, is going to be on the nicer side because like Taking you're a money paying me. customer you're at that point. Right. Um, but also in the, you know like in the the same time, you can have had um, one or multiple positive interactions with somebody. But that doesn't also mean that they are not a racist or a bully. Sure. Like, just right. because your experience wasn't that. And also, like, you know, like, she is a white woman. If you are a white man, like, and again, I'm not You're saying that she is a racist. Wrong. But in that moment, she is probably not going to be racist to you. You're probably right. Uh, Matt, you, would you like to weigh in here? Um, I guess the main thing I, I will say that, like, I agree the timing wasn't great given what was happening, but I, I think a lot of it was just in response to her initial tweet of, like, hey, let's all support each other. And then that was what started that on. Right, so right. I didn't think it was, like, people like, oh, Tessa Blanchard's about to do something great. Let's shit on her. Um, and, and like Ryan said, I, I 
have not had a negative experience with her. She was very cordial to me, but um, it was like maybe a 35-second interaction. Uh, so I can't really say one way or the other. Yeah, I, I think Jason hits, a, hits he, the nail on the got head a great point. pretty good here. He's like, I'm not sure you can spit in someone's face and say that word than say it's not racist. You got a point. That's I a stand, really you know good point. I absolutely stand corrected. Like, that's, Thank you for, yeah, course, correcting right, me there. Like, yeah, yeah and, and I mean, like, and I know, like, Eric Bischoff's, uh, one of his big points is always, like, context is king. But, like, yeah, like, that that one, it, that the, what, what Jason said, I think hits the nail pretty, pretty straight. Like, I mean, unless she was, like, I want you to spit in my face and call me the N-word. Sure. That, that's now, probably the only out that Tessa Blanchard gets. Probably. And I doubt that but, happened. But now, like, here's the deal. Like, here's the deal. If somebody says, I want you to spit me in, spit in my face and call me, like, a derogatory term. You know, <laughs> you know what I also have the option of doing? No, I'm not going to do that. You know what I mean? If like, you want it, Jim. I'm hocking a loogie and calling you a fatty right now. I'm uh, just I would saying. prefer if you didn't do I'm that. I'm not going to do it. Okay, thank you. I, I would prefer if you did not. Um, not in front of our audience. But yeah, least. you know, and, and I know people did say, you know, oh, well, that's your bad timing. But again, like Matt said, she didn't just. You're right. She did. People she, weren't just like, okay, let's gang up on Tessa here. Yeah, you're right. Because she's about, you know, she has the opportunity to do something historic this weekend. Um, it got people talking. Sure did, and and I mean, let's talk about that. Is is bad press? Bad press. I I, I have I you know I mean we spend how much time on it on our show right the, now? Right. There's probably there's probably a certain line where it becomes bad, but I feel like racist is that line typically. But, but you but, know what I mean? Like I, I know I know um, Frank, and I think Frank was in here in the in the chat a minute ago, and I'm not sure if he's still there. Um, but he and I were talking about this, and and, and he brought up uh, a great question. This was on uh, Sunday afternoon, I, I believe, and it was like, you know, who do you think is going to win? And I'm like, I, I wholeheartedly believe right. that Tessa Blanchard is going to win tonight. And I didn't even know, like, I don't, I don't watch Impact on a regular basis. Um, in fact, right now, I couldn't tell you the last time I watched an Impact match. Really? Okay. Um, it just, it's gotten lost in the shuffle, man. That's There's fair. so much wrestling. That's fair. But like. I had no doubt, regardless of how they were thinking of booking that match on last Saturday or last Friday or the weeks leading up to it. Now, I wholeheartedly believe she was always playing to win the title. I, here. I agree. However, there's part of me that is, and, and maybe it's just, you know, six years covering professional wrestling on this show and being a, a fan of 30 years, but... Seven, if you ask Matt. <laughs> um, but the the, the the cynic in me or whatever is just like, even if Sammy was supposed to win, the minute this story started to happen, Impact went, eh, eh, changing the book. You know, absolutely. Because good. you know what? It's going to get more people talking. If Right, here's the deal. If Sammy Callahan retained, we're not talking about this today. Yeah, probably not. I really don't think we are. Probably not. Um but of course, she did win the Impact World Championship at Hard to Kill, uh, which I love that name for an Impact pay per view, by the way. Um, but at, at Hard to Kill on uh, on Sunday, which I mean, it's historic. You know, she's the first woman to hold that championship. Um, 
you know, the, uh, the woman has never held the WWE championship. That's correct. Uh, a woman has never held the AEW championship. I don't think a woman ever held the WCW championship, um, which is hard to believe because everybody held the WCW championship. Even Arkent. Uh, <laughs> even non-wrestlers. Um, yeah. You know, so... It's Russo. You know, it, it's... You know, that is something major. That is a wrestling company that's been around for... Longer than WCW has, Longer, th- Yeah, wow. That's, yeah. Yeah. Um, so Jason didn't realize they still existed <laughs> in the comments. Um, you know, so th- that that is a historic moment. And, you know, I know they, they started making headlines, uh, you know, last year when this feud started. Yeah, yeah. Because it, it was an intergender feud at, you know... Not the highest level of professional wrestling, but a major level. It's a TV level. You know, yeah. it is not an independent. Like Ring of Honor, Impact, AEW, New Japan. Those are not indies. They're not the WWE. They're not They're not r- ripping that level of money off. But, like, they... I mean, Impact is such not an indie. They're not even on Twitch anymore. <laughs> like, I mean, have you... Did you see any of that segment by the way the the rvd thing that no, got them kicked. i missed it it is just the trashiest garbage it's the shits oh it is it is awful like i don't i don't find the uh and i i don't what remember what his uh lady friends couldn't even say what her name is name is but i i don't find him entertaining in 2020 i don't really? find okay. the you know i'm gonna just dry hump my girlfriend getting into the ring yeah, like yeah. It, it, and and I mean, this is all things considered with what the WWE one of their featured stories has been over the last two months, but like it just, it, man, it's bad. It's it was real bad. I think there's clips. Is that of where it that clip came from? That audio clip that you found this week? Oh, th- is that is that from what this one? Come in my face. Is that from Impact? No, that's Ru- oh, okay. that's Rusev. <laughs> that's Rusev and Liv Morgan. You come in my face. I'm gonna fight you. Um. It's, I mean, can't wait to break that button. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, no, I mean, Tessa winning is historic. Now, the real question is, where do you go from here? Right. Like, you know, it's, it's been, it's been a, not Brian Cage. Apparently. Let's not yeah. go that route. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll hit on that a little bit later, but it's, but man, I mean, it's, it's, when we started, let me put it this way: when we started covering wrestling six years ago, wrestling. all all about six years ago, all about, um, could you have imagined hearing in you know insert major wrestling company here mm-hmm. a female winning the world championship? Could you could you have like think of where think of where professional yeah, wrestling no, was? Absolutely six years ago. not. No, no, no. I couldn't I couldn't fathom women main eventing. No. pay-per-views remain of any wrestlemanias this is something that impact was able to beat like the wwe to the punch mm-hmm. i don't the, think we ever see this in the women's revolution whatever you want to call it anymore like just it's just how it should be but like impact was able to beat wwe because i don't think wwe would ever do that i don't see it happening china was probably the closest wrestler to do it with and i, I just don't think there's anybody on the e that like would china um, like a Beth Phoenix, um, you know, and, and like uh, looking at anybody on the roster now, um, like Shayna Baszler would be the closest thing 
Probably. Like, you know what I mean? She is I mean, that like that dominant. Rhonda, sure. Rhonda, if she see was, that. But yeah. in the same time, like now that they are pushing the, the women's titles and, and featuring that, like there's no reason to do it. I agree. Right. Because the women's championship shouldn't mean as much as the WWE exactly. championship. Yeah. And, and like, you know, people can people can trash about the design that every title looks the same. But in the same time, when you see the WWE championship, when you see Bray Wyatt's universal championship, right. when you see the women's championships, and then when you even at NXT, you look at the NXT title and the NXT women's title, they the look of them. The is the design is the same, right? Right. Different strap, or on the NXT, you know, you have a, you have a silver logo instead of but same, a gold logo. The same importance of, but the yes, design. It, right. it looks, you know, it looks the same. Like that, that is something. Where do like, they hide the owl in the WWE logos? <laughs> um, like, and I'm not, I'm not shitting on on AEW, but like, I don't like their women's title, but their women's title looks dramatically less important than. The then their main title. Thanks for not shitting on that, Jim. But doesn't it though? Like we all heard you. You may have the sound box screen, but I just make my own. Um, so, do real, you want to come in my face, there, Jack? I uh, I caught like the tail end of a conversation, the start, and I wanted to clarify that the ringing of the bell the bell salute were we doing that for shane mcmahon turning 50 oh that that extra one was for shane mcmahon we gave rocky johnson 10 one for shane turning 50 gotcha (laughs) we're gonna ring it one time for every 50 years shane mcmahon will be alive so we've still got a long ways to go for shane omac um so do you like do you have a, a thought of where of like what her first feud as champion could be, I think there is going to be uh, a rematch with, with her and Sammy, and I hope they're not like chicken shit to the, just drop it right back to Sammy. But the matches haven't been bad. Her and Sammy, I think they have great chemistry. So let's beat that till it's dead. But she's been presented as somebody that can, you know, hang in with some of the guys. Um. I mean, Jason brings up, he says, even though uh, Blanchard is the champ, Becky started this with the man gimmick. Like, if it wasn't for what the WWE was doing, do you think, I don't, I don't know if we get this in Impact Wrestling. Um, to be, I think Impact needs to do something to be different. I, I agree. But know, let's, let's be an alternate and try, try something different because they can do it there. Do it. And Charlie, you know. so can you see a world where Becky or Charlotte is in a match against Brock, Seth, Bray, Drew, or Braun? Like, I mean, Seth, probably, yeah. Yeah, I mean... Braun Strowman? Probably not. Yeah, probably not. And I mean... Brian Cage? Probably not. Yeah, like, I mean, I we're about to... Like, I'm pretty sure at Royal Rumble we're probably going to have uh, Lana and Bobby Lashley versus Rusev and Liv Morgan. I think that's next week. Is that on Raw? I feel like they've hot shot it for Raw next week. Oh, okay. It's possible. I didn't. In I a didn't, mixed tag match. I, I didn't watch much happening. of Raw. I mean, all I saw was. Come in my face. Um, right. That could happen next you know, week. Uh, but it's either next week or the Rumble because the Rumble's a week from Sunday. Correct. One um, of the two. Something's happening. You know, so it's, it's, 
Give me what I want, right? Yeah, I, I, that's a drop I need to have, by the way. No. Uh, <laughs> um, Fuck him. And then also... Fuck Cheryl Crow, too. I haven't said that in a couple uh, yeah, weeks. Yeah, 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 fuck her. Yeah, every day's a winding road. Then, we need to open the show with that from now on. Fair. I'll, I'll make a note. <laughs> What's that? Fuck Cheryl Just Crow? Fuck Cheryl Crow. I'll put it right yeah. in my white mic stand. Um, but yeah, this, this is... Uh, Oh, is it, Matt, is this that you sent me something she just released? 43 minutes ago, yeah. Okay, so, all right. Well, I, I want to hit this, too, though. Um, well, this is news. Here we go. Breaking news. After, I'll, hit, I'll hit that in a second, but after the Hard to Kill um, pay-per-view went off the air, she cut a live promo to the crowd. Uh, she said, over the past eight months, this has been my life. Sammy and OVE have been the thorn in my side, and tonight we did it. Nobody, Nobody in this life is perfect. We're all human. And it doesn't matter what you say about me. It doesn't matter what you call me. I have one of the strongest minds that I've ever known. So whenever you come for me, you come for all of these people. I am now the standard bearer of Impact Wrestling. uh, And man or woman, pound for pound, I am one of the best in the world. And I am now your world champion. Come in my face. Um, so, so, So I feel like her promo live that night just kind of clouded the situation it's a bit of like doubling down sure and it's kind of like yeah you can believe whatever you want you can say whatever you want but i'm here and i'm the champ like and those are factual statements yeah like she never denied it she never really like admitted to it (coughs) um but in some people's eyes not admitting and uh or like you know like dodging the question is basically admitting that you're guilty now matt just sent this across Um, this is, you said it was about 45 minutes ago. She, uh, she released a statement over the last week. I've been accused of calling a fellow wrestler, a racial slur to read. This allegation has been personally upsetting to be clear. I absolutely did not use that word. That word is not in my vocabulary. That word is not in my heart. Racism is not in my heart. Uh, yet I know many people have to deal with racism in a way that I will never have to. Racism is an awful part of American history, and it's equally awful that it's still part of our society today. While I did not do what was claimed, I stand ready to use my platform to support the fight against racism however I can. Uh, And that was from Tessa Blanchard uh, about 45-ish minutes ago. Um, Good statement. Um, However, um, and this... This is just kind of the cynical person in me. It shouldn't take a week for that statement to come out. Probably. Like, but I also don't think you do it the day after and overshadow your moment on the brand that you're trying well, to represent fair. and cheapen what Impact was trying to do with you. So I think you have to like learn a little bit to protect Impact there, which okay. is a shitty thing to do okay. and no. swallow it yourself and have to hold that in. No, okay. You're 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 probably right. You're probably I right. Mean, and also, like I've said some stupid shit on the show. I've never said the N word on the show. But I feel like if somebody ever said, Ryan, you shouldn't have said that N word at this time, like I, I, I don't feel like people are just making those claims. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I don't I feel like nobody's just false blaming people for using the N word. Right. Right. Like, you probably said it. Yeah. I Yeah. And let's be clear, like we may not say it. It's in everybody's vocabulary. You physically know how to say the word, Jim. Sure. And Matt, you can physically say the word if you'd want to. 
Yeah, it's so. Yeah, I, I I get what you're saying. Like, and I think Jason in the comments always says it. Oh, jeez. Oh, <laughs> just, gee, I'm just kidding, kidding Jason. Kidding. You do not. You kidding? Um, kidding. Jason's yeah, me... a good guy. Do not. Do not send Jason any upset tweets or, or messages. That's the part of like everyone that ever has that slip. That's always like their go-to line. Is like I don't use that word. That word's not my vocabulary. Like. Like you said, Ryan, it clearly is. Like everyone's heard the word, they're aware it exists. If if you said it and you, like for whatever reason, I don't know, didn't mean to, then just like like Randy Orton said it while he was playing video games. Right. Randy Orton didn't like later come out and then be like, oh, I don't use that word. He was just like, yeah, I fucked up. Right. Like, just own up to it. If, right. If you said it, like face it instead of saying like. I've never once in my life used that word. Like at some point, you said if you read Huck Finn out loud at school, you said the word. So I don't sure. want to say don't it act like it doesn't exist. <laughs> yeah. Um, and like, like, fun it, Huck Finn story. Um, it was in, in middle school. I think we read Tom Sawyer and Huck Finn, and I wrote one of my answers down. And I turned my test in, and the teacher had brought it back to me and said, "Ryan, you might want to like." change your answer and i said no i really don't like why would you why would any teacher ever do that i'm thinking what's going on right like if it's wrong just grade it wrong like, i wrote fuck finn <laughs> instead of huck finn i was just thinking like i don't know what fuck i would fuck finn i wrote on, on the test so, <laughs> a shout out to mrs houghton i don't know if you guys remember mrs oh, houghton oh yeah yeah that's yeah. who that's who brought uh-huh. it back to me never forget it um thanks thanks mrs h <laughs> ryan are you sure you wanted to yeah. but here's the deal saying the n-word and calling somebody the N word are drastically different too. That is that is oh, also yeah. that is also true. But yeah, and, and like I'm not I'm not defending um, anything Tessa may or may not have done here. But like I think when at least in the statement as it was presented and probably written by Impact Wrestling Public somebody Relations, um, they can't afford a PR. Jesus. <laughs> Um, it, they ain't getting that Twitch money no more. Like, well, that's true. Like when they, like when that, when she says, like, it's not in my vocabulary. Like the word "fuck" is in my daily vocabulary. I think that's what she means by vocab. I don't think she's meaning it as she knows uh, how to. I get right, it. Like I totally get it. Jim. But you know, yeah, and and but I feel like any word that ever existed is in my vocabulary that I'm aware of, and I can just drop it at any moment. You ever see Scott Steiner with a live microphone? It's in your, you know, it's there. Right. You right. choose not to say it. Great. Um, Good for you. Jason says Jim Cornette is her PR person. Perhaps. Um, that was a starvation joke. <laughs> like, no, <laughs> Stephen P. New is, is, uh, yeah. is both of their PR people. Fucking joke. Um, but yeah, like, it, like here's the thing. It, it, it just, the, un, the unfortunate thing for her for impact wrestling is what was a historic moment um has unfortunately been been outshined a bit or partially at least um by by at the very least ugly allegations sure because here's the thing like and, and you know, where there's smoke, there's fire. Too. No, I agree. But like, like, there was a lot of people that came out of the woodwork. There absolutely was, and I'm not trying because there are people who have we we have had on this show that have that you know spoke up in this situation. I am not trying to discredit, disrespect, or um, deny something that happened to anybody. Sure. However, news I, was 
Moose absolutely was. Moose sure uh, was. A lot of people who work for Impact Wrestling, they sure absolutely was. were. And I get it. Like that's, I also get that's that probably a directive from somebody at Impact. Like that, like Allison K, who wrestled as Sienna in Impact, uh-huh. currently with with the NWA, probably isn't jealous of what Tessa Blanchard's like. You know who's doing also probably right not now. jealous is like Chelsea Green. Chelsea Green, who signed to NXT, debuting on Raw. And like main event, probably not jealous, right? Like, and I'm of not Tessa like, Blanchard, you know. And and like, here's the thing: do like, th- there's there's probably more people who know of Chelsea Green because she wrestled one week on Raw than people who know who Tessa Blanchard. I is. feel like more people may have seen a Chelsea Green match. I feel like the name Blanchard carries a lot of weight. Does it? Maybe, maybe, uh, yeah. I'm not dude. trying to be a dick. I'm really I not. I feel like, yes. I'm not, though. But, like, like here's the thing. Like, sometimes when there are, like, legends who show up, like, at WWE, like, even on, like, you think of, like, Raw 25 or whatever, there was times some people, like, the crowd, there was people who were like, who is that? AEW had Leaping Lanny Poffo on uh, two weeks ago. Like, who? <laughs> right. Big, big name. Yeah. I mean, like... I, I don't I don't it was a genius move. I don't <laughs> I don't know that the Blanchard name holds what it did fifteen years ago. I think Tully stepped away on like a Ric Flair who stayed Correct. for sure. Correct. So like again, like and I'm and, and it's just like when you start yeah, when you start throwing like jealousy around things like that. But all, all I'm saying is like and we're in a situation where it's she said versus she said. A lot of this is so, like, uh, because I don't know what the, what and where the truth officially lies. Right, I'm going to just say, at the very least, it's a, it's a bad accusations. Sure, there's That's it's fair. probably more than that. Probably, absolutely, probably more than that. However, at the very least, allegations outshone what was a historic moment for Tessa Blanchard and Impact Wrestling. Moving on, moving on, Marty Scroll. Um, has appeared to make his decision. This is something we've been talking about for a while. I love this. Um, he has signed a new contract with Ring of Honor. Yes. Um, the former being the elite star was offered quote WWE main roster money for working around forty dates per year with Ring of Honor. Um, per reports, he has not only signed on as a performer but will be joining the booking team. Uh, it was initially reported that he will be taking the role of lead booker, but it has uh, been confirmed, P- Pro Wrestling Sheet confirmed that he will be sharing the position with executive producer Hunter Johnston, a.k.a. Delirious. Okay, that's good. Good, good, good. Um, as part of his new role, he'll help re- rehabilitate the brand's image. Part of that will involve strengthening its partnerships with New Japan and the NWA. Uh, there's Honor and All Elite Wrestling. Um, no word on the length of his new contract, but Ring of Honor has been signing talents for around two years. Uh, it's presumed that his contract is of a similar length. What up, cousin Brian? I absolutely love this signing. This is it yeah. instantly relegitimizes Ring of Honor yeah. and it erases that question mark that I think a ton of people had. Will Ring of Honor make it through 2020 even? And the answer is absolutely yes. Sure. Hundred, hundred percent. Jason think, says, "Wait, Ring of Honor is still in business." Oh come on, J- Jason. Uh, I feel like Ring of Honor, um, really got the raw end of the AEW deal with sure. the talent, the elite, sure. um, the Bucks, everybody jumping away from there, 
And then it's, uh-oh, we have, like, and I'm not trying to shit on Nate Callahan here. Like, a Flip Gordon, who's just not at that level of, like, Marty Skrull. I'm not Marty Skrull. Come on, Jim. Come on. I yeah. love, I love yeah, my sucks, boy. Yeah, it doesn't it? I love, I yeah, love him. I'm not going to shit on him. Flip Gordon. I'm not shitting on Flip. Flip would be able to flip <laughs> he would. a moonsault into a Russian leg sweep. Ooh. No problem. Wow. Yeah, we'll talk about that, too, in a little bit. But, like, they were all of a sudden stuck without their top-tier stars, and they had to do something. And something different was, like, PCO. They doubled down on uh, Matt Taven. Sure like, did. Resign him as right, well. Right, right. So this is, this is a Thank really, you, really good thing for Ring of Honor. Yeah, and, and there, there, there was a lot of questions uh, with Ring of Honor. Obviously, we, we've, we've talked about a little bit over the past couple months that, uh, you know, things, things were looking pretty bleak. Uh, over there and um, you know and it's it's going to take a little while to rehabilitate this image but I mean squirrel um, has already been Did you say squirrel I think I might have squirrel Cheryl um, has already been uh, confirmed salsa for the upcoming uh, NWA tapings right so yes. like right there there's that there's that tie together um, I wouldn't be shocked if they start working with aew why w- why wouldn't you both brands can help Hit each that other. Hit goddamn ding button, Jim. Both brands can help each other. Same as like AEW wants to work with New Japan. Ring of Honor continuing a relationship with New Japan. Like, here's the thing. No, I think New Japan needs to be careful because I think, and I feel like New Japan wants to establish themselves here. I they agree. They have done the Ring of Honor thing for a long time. Um, and having like a United States championship and them running shows over here. I feel like they want to establish themselves and not tie you know us because of Ring of Honor. Yeah, you know I mean, us like they still do the it. super card shows and like, but still do that. You know, like Absolutely. Jericho and Moxley. And stuff. So if you have a talent show, because WWF did that with with New Japan and All Japan back in like the you know the seventies and eighties, stuff ago. like that. So um, it's and it's spicy. They did it with ECW. Sure did. You know, this is something different. Let's they put they, over the little guy. They Let's did help it. They did it with Smoky Mountain Wrestling they in the nineties. Sure they sure did, Jim. Um, and why wouldn't anybody but the WWE do that? Well, I mean, right now you have you had an evolve show on the WWE Network. Sure, that's fair. You know what I mean? And, and there's still talk that WWE is looking at like buying out or however you want, however you want to look at it, um, some independent companies to air them specifically on the WWE on the network. network. Right. I mean, guess what? You don't have NXT airing like right. w- live weekly on the network anymore. So why that drops, not? What the next day still? Yeah, the, drops yeah, drops on Thursdays. Okay. So like. Why not? You know, put some more content up there, and, and yeah, because because <clears throat> whether people want to admit it or not, it's still the WWE versus everybody else. So if you have an opportunity to work together, I mean, you're not going like the, the only people that are going to bring the WWE down are themselves. I happen to agree with that like, statement. 100%. You know what I mean? And and it's that's not a shot at AEW or any other company, but the WWE the WWE is a Walmart. Can I be honest? And this is how like factual that statement is, Jim. And I, I, don't, I don't know; it might be on here. Let's 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 cover this line. Triple sure. H made a really shitty joke about Paige. I mean, real shitty joke. Yeah, well, yeah, not and good. apologized for it the next day, and everybody's over it. it mo- yeah, the majority. I, mean, I get, get you call like Paige a racial slur or anything like that. But that was a pretty bad dig. Like Paige doesn't know where her kids are. Like, okay, yeah, like, like he was he was on a uh, on a press interview about for NXT UK, and one of the questions that came up in the in the interview 
was uh, was about a possibility of people like Edge and Paige making their return. And um, just to take part of the quote here, um, that, uh, you know, more importantly than anything, when you're talking about people as talented Edge and Paige, who wouldn't want them to return? I'm a fan just like everyone else. And yeah, I'd love to see them step in the ring and compete. More importantly than that, though, I would like to see them live long, healthy lives. You know, Edge has kids. Paige, maybe she probably has some she doesn't know of. Yikes. Which is not a great... Which, like, first off, timeout. Um, like, I understand that, like, when you talk about, like, you know, Ric Flair and he was partying wild in, like, the, you know, in the 70s. He may have kids he doesn't know about. Pretty sure a woman's going to know if she has a child. I'm pretty sure, like, yes. I'm yeah. j- like, I mean, maybe Triple H didn't pay attention in health class or something, but, like, I'm pretty sure... Now, I know there's that show, like, I didn't know I was pregnant. But guess what? At some point... The kid just splashes You're gonna down. know. Yeah, you're I gonna know. Agree. However, like, when you look at the joke, bad joke. I ate some lasagna today. I don't know. <laughs> Bow, but, like, baby. you know, bad joke. Bad I joke. Agree, right. Like... So, apologize. Move on. Like it's pa- a non-issue Paige now. Paige commented about it. I know, like, people were, like, jumping on it uh, all over Twitter. Like, fellow... The Bellas jumped on Bellas it. Bellas jumped on it. A couple other female superstars. Paige, I think, had tweeted something like, you know... Well, my boss makes fun of me, so no wonder you guys keep doing yep, it. Yep, something. Um, she, you know, she talked about it too in in uh, in an interview. She said I was a little perplexed, taken back, um, because he's someone I look up to. He's always been very uh, respectful. I think he got caught up in a joke. I just don't think it was uh, appropriate to joke about. Um, I feel the people on the internet have done a pretty good job of talking about uh, talking about it. He's definitely reached out. We're going to talk about some things later. He tweeted an apology to her. So they've been in contact. He said, I made a terrible joke, and I'm sorry if it offended her or anyone else. Um, which, like, how you handle something professionally. That quick. It was It was literally, I think it was in, like, an 18-hour span from the time people, like, done. first really heard about it. And it, and it, was, it was done and over with. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's not hard when you, when you make a mistake to take responsibility for it and, and apologize and move on. Like it's it's really that simple. Jason's got a rough comment there. I don't want um, to read it out loud. Oh, but you can you, it's, you can use your sound effect. <laughs> Come in my face. There we go. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, back to back to Marty Skrull and and just I mean the the yeah everybody working together. I, I I think it is it is a it is a great signing. It it shows that you know Ring of Honor isn't dead yet. <laughs> Um, right. you know, and, and I think there, there is, like you said, there's a, there's a level of talent there. We're not dead yet. Um, I, Maria Manic just re-signed there, I believe. I didn't see that. Or I knew she was negotiating. Matt, do you know if she ever re-signed? Mm, not that I'm aware of, but. Okay. Yeah, I'd have to look into that. Um. Was that today? No, I don't know. Oh. No, no, no. It wasn't today that she re-signed. I thought I saw. A little ways back, because there was a one point where they said her contract was expired. I think she was working out <sighs> some like handshake bookings. Okay, I, I wasn't sure, but you know, it, it's you know, like you know, they're 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 going to be okay. Um, and uh, yeah, just having having Skrull back in the mix is uh, is obviously Mark really good. Skrull. Speaking of deals, let's roll right into this one. Um, we 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 actually have these set up pretty good. Um, announced just yesterday, uh, Warner Media announced that an expanded relationship with All Elite Wrestling, 
the groundbreaking new wrestling league that has already redefined wrestling with a resounding success after only a few months. Warner has extended their deal for AEW Dynamite, a top 20 new cable unscripted series through 2023. In addition, the parties have agreed to launch another night of AEW action, offering more of the fans' favorite wrestlers with a second show straight uh, to series. Um, Jason, we will talk about Taz. Let, let's let, you know. Let's handle these things. Huge um, news, one at a time. So yeah, AEW again. People talking about is this thing going to last and whatever. Um, you know, I, I know, and I again, I listen to Jim Cornette experience every week. Yep. I don't agree with everything the guy says, um, but but I do find his podcast entertaining. Um, he he is hypo- He had a hypo- hypothesized that it wouldn't make it through twenty twenty. Um, so that appears to be wrong. Appears. <clears throat> Um, you know, they, they, they have been absolutely been successful from a ratings and money standpoint. Isn't like, that the name of the game? You know, you, you may not like, people may not like the product, but it, it, it has been an early success. Yeah. You know, since 2020 began, they're, they're nearing a million views every I week. enjoy Wednesday night wrestling more than any other night right now. That's fair. That's fair. I mean, it, it's, it's the most engaging uh, at least from a social yep. media standpoint, it's the most engaging. Um, but you know, so you have you have dynamite. That's good. And, and and I saw. I, I wish I would have wrote down who who I saw tweet this. Um, and if it's you, uh, you're going to know who you are. So um, you know that, that'll give you, you the warm fuzzies. <clears throat> but they said maybe, just maybe, them getting the extended contract. They know they're around for four years. Yep. Maybe that will slow down some of their booking. Perhaps okay. Because like right now they're like we got a year, like we're we have to we have to freaking we got to do our best. Right. We're fighting for our lives every week. Maybe this is what they needed to kind of slow things down. You don't have to do everything every week. That's fair. So you know I, I'm really interested to see maybe and, and maybe it takes till after um, our evolution or whatever the next pay per view is called. Um, to, uh, to, to, to kind of figure that part of the game out. But, it, you know, I, I, I do. I think that um, much like Skrull resigning with Ring of Honor, this is a really good thing. Whether you like AEW or not, and I know uh, our, our pal Jason here uh, likes to throw the trash can emoji around when we talk about AEW. Sure does. But it's good for wrestling. It's great for wrestling. It really it's is. It's great for wrestling fans. It's made me watch... And and not that I'm not watching AEW, but it's made me watch NXT more than I've ever watched NXT. Yeah, from the network, it, it's made I, me watch I 100%. it every single week, which I haven't done. I was only like one or two weeks, and then takeovers. Yeah, so it has, it has made me a fan more of NXT than I ever had been. Um, I am a fan of AEW. I've watched it now three weeks running. Um, I feel like if you just go into it. Now there's there's botches there's mistakes we can talk about that till we're blue in the face. There's botches in WWE. There there is botches in WWE. There was there a is... ref fuck up on Raw this week. Yeah, there was, there was, there was. We're gonna call it out. I think we tweeted about it. Yeah, yeah. Um, that that happens. We're gonna call it out. Um, I am concerned with the directorial botches that they have sometimes. Putting a ladder at hard cam, uh, missing Diamond Dallas pages. Bang! Because they cut to MJF. Like it seems like they have a director directing a show that is not 
familiar with professional wrestling. It, it, it's TV people that are running the show. That's what it feels that's like to something, me. That's something that, love him or hate him, Cornette pointed out. That is something that Lucha Underground, I feel like, made that mistake of. Mm-hmm. That they that they were TV executives and, you know, prop people making, you know, decisions for wrestlers that, that just aren't making sense. So that's a concern for me, but locked in, they've got time to figure it out, apparently. Yeah. Matt, what your thoughts on when you heard the uh, the AEW news? Um, I, I mean, I, I think it'll be something to, to keep an eye on. It's it's certainly going to be a lot of fun to watch. I think um, I'm I'm really behind on AEW. I'll admit, but um, it's making me at least want to catch up and and be like ready for it all. Yeah, you know that that that's a that's an interesting um, kind of juxtaposition because I was on. Uh, our pal uh, Ernest Christian's uh, Earnestly Speaking podcast a few weeks back, and we were talking about this very thing. When you get behind on wrestling, do you catch up, or you just kind of like write it off and start clean? I don't think you have to catch up because, like, he asked me that. He goes, "What happens if you miss like a Raw and a SmackDown for like a week or two? And I'm like, honestly, if it, like if I don't if I don't watch it the day of or the very next day. I'm just deleting it. I'm connected <laughs> enough socially that I'm going to get the big storylines. Here, here, here. RSGP caught your uh, cap drop three weeks in a row. Three weeks in a row, man. You've, you've dropped a cap on the show. Pisses yeah, pisses me off so much. Um, but yeah, I, I usually like I just you know like last night. Um, I don't even remember what I was watching. What's up, Sherry? But uh, I didn't get I didn't get uh, I didn't watch them live, but I caught up to them because I'm like if I don't catch up to this. Uh, it's just going to be gone, and they'll, they'll, they're going to recap it next week. They're going to hit the high points, or I can I can jump on YouTube and catch like the high points of the show. Right, like there there's plenty of outlets that that I that I can find it. So, um, you I know, I feel like it's a lot easier to do that with WWE than it is with AEW. I agree. At least in my experience, um, like I've I've found like there's so many different clips on YouTube of WWE that I can just catch that so quickly where I feel like AEW I have to like actually sit and watch and fast forward to yeah I mean obviously they have dark on YouTube but I I don't think their YouTube has a lot of you know kind of the re the recap clips the WWE has been doing this for a long time that you're you're not wrong you're not wrong there as well yeah no I I I do agree with that uh as well and and I know I was talking to a, a uh, one of our Facebook top fans, uh, Nick, about this a little bit earlier because uh, when I posted the, the ratings for this week, and again, I'm not, I don't post the ratings to be like, you know, here's, here, you know, let, let, let's have this big argument and debate and blah, blah, blah. Right. Like it's strictly because, I mean, there's some people that enjoy that content. Our, our pal EJ, he, he loves and just from the, he, he just finds those numbers interesting. So I put them out there, and, and Nick was like, you know, oh, AEW throttled NXT again. And I go, but here's the thing. All that is is there's people who are watching it live. Right. And maybe we've all figured out that it's easier to watch. And for me, it's easier to watch AEW live. It is. Because I know, I, I, I DVR both of them, but if say something goes wrong with the DVR. Right. I know that NXT is going to be on the network the next day. Right. I know I can jump on YouTube and find those items real quick, real easy. Right? Like AEW, it's not that way. So, right. so yeah, maybe people have just figured it out. 
Yeah. Like, and Can also, I be honest with you, though, for most weeks, I'm, I'm relatively entertained with AEW, and I flip over to the main event of NXT. Sure. And I am blown away. The AEW main events are falling short. To my, in, if, if you're going to the cutover and you watch the five to ten minute overrun for NXT, which is brilliant, by the way, and they do it flawlessly. They give you about 10, 15 seconds before Mara welcomes you back to the show and lets you know what you're watching. Last round of the... Of oh, the, you the, mean the, like they, he, like they, the WWE this. knows that yeah, people yeah, are tuning yeah. over at 10 o'clock? flipping over, and then you see Shayna Baszler like in the Battle Royal get eliminated from shot by Shachi Black. You know what I mean? Like the timing yeah. is just... They, yeah, they that was surprising. So good yeah. over there. Um, yeah. And it, I don't know. I just, I'm just really enjoying like those main events. And the and I'm and I'm always like, man, did I miss a better show because I watched AEW? And that's the thing, like, and and you know, for me, and I think you and I were talking about this at when we were we were out at the diner, and I do want to point people over to our website um, because I, I I don't know how much we're going to hit this topic uh, on this show. There was a a huge back and forth blow up situation between. Uh, David Starr and Gabe Sapolsky this week about payments uh, on the independents and, and things like that. Um, and, and Ryan penned a, a really good piece that is up on the Ryan's Rambling section uh, of our website. Uh, we, 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 like I said, we may have time to hit on this before we get out of here. Um, but you know, it's uh, and now I kind of almost forget where I was going <laughs> going with what I was going to say. It'll happen. Um, but you know, it, it's. You know, for me, you know, it's it, the 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 weekly shows. Um, you know, I I, I I do enjoy. Like, I I even find Wednesday night to be a more engaging um, night because it it is it is something that's very different. Like, and 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 in terms of like which show is better, um, you know, who pulls it? I think that AEW isn't very much different at all than your Monday Night Raw or Friday Night SmackDown. Like, I, I mean, I feel like AEW is very sports entertainment-y where NXT is the wrestling alternative. If you're talking about live shows that you're going to see in a week, there's four of them. Raw, SmackDown, AEW, and NXT. And out of those four, NXT is the one thing that's not like the other. It looks different. It feels different. It's the wrestling show. I happen to agree with that. You know, and and they it's not a it's not a negative thing. I think AEW has found their formula and I think it's working. Um but it's it's not the it's not the uh, the different programming that that they promised us from the beginning. It's not alternative ding, ding, programming. Ding. It is sports entertainment with different characters. I one hundred percent agree, man. Um, but you know they're it, they're still very young. You know, still very new at this uh, as well. Um, now, something else from the AEW world um, that broke that came out today um, is that. AEW has added another announcer to their team, this time being former WWE and Impact announcer Taz. Uh, the company shared a video of on uh, today of Cody 
Vice President of Business Strategy Chris Harrington and Taz signing the contract backstage at last night's bash, bash at the beach. Um, Taz says in the video that his people looked over the contract and quote, the coin looks right. So he and Harrington both signed the paperwork to make it official. The ECW legend's first appearance in AEW took place in October when he was a guest commentator for AEW Dark. Uh, as was uh, reported, of course, AEW Dark will soon... Um, oh, is it Dark? There's talk. I heard reports both ways. That Dark, dark would is be not moving. going to be. Dark will be moving. Yeah, see, there's, I think they should stick with Dark on the shows. Um, and have something completely different. And I know a lot of people are saying, like, do a Saturday night show. Do, like, WCW Saturday night. Or our program. Or people are saying what's really missing in today's wrestling landscape is, like, a Saturday morning. That's very true. Type show. So I'm going to be – I'm really going to be intrigued to see where that second show um, – and it's not even necessarily on TNT. It's just going to be on a Warner – uh, Warner Media um, show as well. After signing the document, Taz said, uh, "Looks like I've joined a revolution again." Um, yeah, I, I think the Taz signing is great. I'm really curious to see uh, where exactly they use him. Um, for me, the only week where I've actually enjoyed commentary on AEW. Uh, Except for the the first week, the nostalgia of hearing Tony Schiavone sure. uh, call a show again, um, but it was the week that it was Taz and Jr. I think that was January one. It was when it was Taz and Jr. Like the those two had chemistry, and I thought worked well together. The commentary team of Jr. Sh- Sh- uh, Tony Schiavone. And Excalibur is not working for me. I don't love it. It is not working for me. I feel like it's three people who are talking over each other. Um, I feel like, and this feels so weird to say, I feel like JR gets lost in that commentary. I don't think JR knows the product to talk about it properly. Uh, There was one point last night where I think I tuned over and it was in the opening match, the the, the four-way tag. And I heard Jr. say to Shivani, and he just goes, "You know, I know there's no DQ. The referee's trying to get a hold of this train wreck, but who even cares or something?" And I'm just like, "Woof!" Like it's just it's it, it's 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 just not great. The, like the commentary um, is very disappointing, very disappointing for me. And I know I get keyed into that a little bit more than other people because we've done commentary. Yep. So, you know, it's like, and it's like, don't get me wrong. There's going to be points when you watch, you know, an NFL broadcast where Troy Aikman ends up, who's like the color commentator, is going to hit like a play-by-play moment. Yep, yeah, yeah. Like, it's going to happen. But like with AEW commentary, I feel like it's three play-by-play guys just stepping all all over each other. I agree. All over each other. And they don't tell the story very well. When Taz and JR were doing it, it, it... JR was play by play. Taz was a great color guy, and I, I felt that booth. And maybe it's a two man booth thing, because I I love, I actually really enjoy um, Michael Cole and Corey Graves on Friday Night SmackDown. Okay, yeah, that's one I didn't know I would love. Yeah, I agree. You know, and even like you can people can have their opinion about like 
King Lawler's corny jokes and anything like that. But I think Vic Joseph and uh, Jerry Lawler have been a lot better. Not that Samoa Joe was bad or um, uh, Dio Madden was bad, um, but that th- that booth has felt a lot better on Monday nights when it's just a two man booth. So, like, if I'm WWE, I'm taking that note. If I'm AEW, I'm taking that note as well. Yep, notes are taken. Jim. But I'm, you know, Taz. I know his uh, his his morning CBS radio show uh, recently ended because his co host ended up on another show. Um, they did some some shuffling over there. Um, Taz taking a break, obviously, from the the Taz Show podcast. Mm-hmm. I think this is good for him, man. Like, don't get me wrong. Th- like the fact that uh, fucking ECW's Taz was on CBS Sports Radio yeah, uh, on fucking cool. morning drive. Yep. I'm not talking like a 10 p.m. to 1 a- 1 a.m. spot. Motherfucking Taz yeah. was on sports radio every morning. Um, and like they talked about wrestling on a yeah, morning, morning drive show. show. Yeah. Like, and he did. You know, he would do pay-per-view um, reaction shows on not on like CBS.com, on CBS Sports Radio, like affiliated nationwide. Um, so it was awesome for that. But I, I think this is this is where Taz is supposed to be, whether it's Impact, whether it's WWE. But now it's here in AEW. I think this this is perfect. Matt, yeah, I'm, I'm good with that. <laughs> Which uh, which commentary team do you hate more, Jim? AEWs or Monday Night Footballs? Oh, <laughs> oh, that's tough. Probably AEW because I watch them more than I watch Monday Night Football. I usually only really watch Monday Night Football if the Cowboys are on. So yeah, I'll go. I'll go AEW. But that's that's bolt now. Now, if the uh, if the Tony Romo to ESPN. Uh, rumors end up coming true. I may have to watch more Monday Night Football. All right, because tone like you know Romo is just incredible. I would I would hate to see the Nance Romo team break up though, because I feel like that's a real good right. But you don't get to get that very often. Well, I mean, I have Sunday ticket. I mean, you would. I mean, the Cowboys games. You're not watching, no right? no, but I I will I will usually have whatever whatever game oh it's football. that crew is on. on. I'll put that on my iPad just to hear Romo okay, call the game. Right. Not every week, but I, I will cool. do that. I I I don't I don't think ESPN has somebody on play by play talent wise that's going to do Romo justice. That's fair. That's a good like point. I mean, it, dude's going to get paid. Like if the numbers are true, it's like a twenty five million dollar good. deal. Real good to do play by or to do color commentary on for football. Um, but, uh, yeah, I will have to see where he lands up, but yeah, no, I, and, and, and I, I feel like AEW and this is just more observation, um, is just a matter of, uh, they, like they have, I'm trying to think of the best way to say it. I think they have an identity crisis of who they want to do what job. Because they have like one or two um, backstage interviewers, and then like Shivani should be like Shivani's on commentary, but he ends up doing stuff in the ring sometimes. Right. Like, and maybe that's maybe that's why they bring Taz in with Taz on commentary. Have Excalibur do uh, dark maybe with Marvez, and then have Shivani do just interviews. Not have Marvez near a microphone. Just get, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, sorry, buddy. It's it's evolving, and and now that you have the four year deal, you get Taz for multiple years. Like I think they might be settling into something. I hope so. 
Um, all right, just a couple of thoughts I had from from Bash of the Beach last night. Um, I thought that Moxley, Cody with that promo, um, the inner circle, I thought were the brightest stars. And once again, man, I thought their women's division just bad. Yeah, this was brutal. Again. Brutal. And like, Brandy's just not good. Nope. No. She's nope. not good. Like, nope. for, for, every, for everything that people have always uh, said about Stephanie McMahon and and what she did to the like, the WWE women's product. By that you mean founded it and created the entire Right, right. Yes. Founded and created women's wrestling. Um Brandy does that and even more negative to the yes. AEW women's She's division. She's awful. It's it's just it's, it's just bad. the worst. The nightmare collective. Yep. It's the like the thing. dark the dark order or as Cornette calls them the dork order. The dork order. But That's worse. Fair. Like it's like the things they do well, I feel like they do pretty well. The things they don't are just abysmal. Like yeah, they there's tag there's team no wrestling in between. Well. They do not women's wrestle very no, well right no, now. No, it's it's unfortunate. It really is. Um but the uh yeah, I thought the theme show was was pretty good. Let's get to this. Let's get to this though because I this caught a lot of people's attention. Um it was an interview with Chris Van Vliet with David Benoit. Oh, yes, yeah. Heard about this. Um, v- there was various things that came out in the interview. If you if you want to check out the full interview, just search it. Uh, it's out there. Um, obviously, one of the biggest uh, like theories about what happened was that Kevin Sullivan did it. Uh, uh, David, uh, he kind of laughed that one off, said, uh, you know, everything was looked into, but it wasn't him. Um, I, I want to jump down uh, to this part here, Ryan, is... Um, and Matt, I think you're 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 jumping off. We will uh we'll talk to you next week, bud. Have a good one. Um, yeah, have a good night, guys. Thanks, Matt. Take it easy. Um, uh, David Benoit, when when speaking about his uh, his father's legacy, he said, you know, he he views his dad as the uh, greatest of all time. He spoke a lot about uh, how his dad suffered from CTE, um, something we know a lot more about now than we did back then. Um. And, he, you know, he said that uh, about owning the rights to the Chris Benoit name, he goes, I don't own his name yet, but because his full name is David Chris Benoit, that means I can legally use it if I want to. They can't come after me. Uh, Benoit said he would wrestle with the name Chris Benoit, and he's even talked to the band Our Lady Peace about using his father's theme music. He believes that his dad should be inducted into the Hall of Fame uh, for his achievements and believes that he will someday. Um, you know, I have, I have, uh, for those that know me, I, I have a very interesting perspective, um, on, on, on this situation. Like my, like my father went to prison, um, uh, and he has been out for, um, over five years now. Um, and like, here's the thing. If anybody understands the, the not being punished for something that, um, like a parent or a family member did, I like, I, I have an interesting perspective on that. Um, however, I like, so I have no problems with David Benoit wanting to get into the wrestling business. Absolutely zero. Um, I have no issue if he wants to, if his, if he wants his gear to look like his dad's, 
if he wants his music to sound like his dad's. Um, but I will say this, um, where I kind of draw the line is wanting to like call yourself Chris Benoit or Chris Benoit Jr. Um, like here's the deal. Like if your name actually was Chris Benoit Jr. Correct. Then you're Chris Benoit Jr. But you're not. Right. Like you are Brian Benoit. Um, like, uh, you know, so just i feel like i feel like he and like here's the thing it's not even i just think he'd be doing himself a disservice to just to just kind of i'm chris benoit jr right like why couldn't you be like pegasus too or something you know like put a mask on you know if you if you want to go to that level not even like the winged horse kid you know but man you know i i just the I name think chris benoit jr is a name that you're never going to hear on the WWE. No, you're not. Sorry. Like, and I know Brian didn't do or David didn't do any wrong. Yeah, he did not. He absolutely but did not. When he wants to name himself Chris Benoit Jr., that is where he's begun doing wrong, and unfortunately, he will be punished for that not being booked in the WWE. Sure, sure. Yeah, one hundred percent. Will somebody book that? Maybe. Yeah, there absolutely will be people, and there will be that. people that cheer it, and there will be people that boo it, and then we go back to what we started our show with, with uh, with Tessa is Blanchard. Is there bad press or not? Um, TNA signs D- or uh, Impact Wrestling signs. Right. Well, there is going to be a TNA show. There is a TNA show coming. Uh, they're bringing that, that back. I think one in February. A one night only on flight. That should be pretty interesting. Uh, the revival on one eleven. They tweeted, guys, uh, it's time to go away for a while until we get everything figured out. Scott Dawson clarified that tweet two days later. Said, I've had many friends and fans ask me about this. Um, I'm taking a break from social media. I apologize for the vague tweet. I appreciate everyone's support. Everything I do is for my family. Uh, they have trade filed trademarks for Shatter Machine and hashtag FTR for hats, hooded sweatshirts, pants, and shirts. Um, so here's the thing. I, I think they I think they are going to finish up. In the WWE, I think they're going to land elsewhere. Um, I think they're going to land in AEW. It would make sense. That's where they do tag wrestling best. I, I, I really do. Now, do I think they will never wrestle in the WWE again? Absolutely not. I think they'll be back in the WWE in a couple of years. Um, and, and Jason, I don't. I don't know. I have never seen David Benoit wrestle, uh, so I can't answer if he's any good or not. Um, you know, I, I know he's had tryouts with the WWE. When they've been uh, in like Calgary and Edmonton and stuff, um, so he's at least on their radar. But um, yeah, I have I have not seen David Benoit match. or he knows Aubrey, or he knows Aubrey. <laughs> um, so it's going to be interesting to see uh, where the uh, revival a- uh, end up. I know their their contracts coming up soon. I don't right. know the exact date, but I know it's coming up soon. Uh, Quibi and WWE announced fight like a girl. Um, this is a. Uh, I guess an upcoming video series um, starring Sasha Banks, Brie Bella, Nikki Bella, Alexa Bliss, Sonya Deville, Charlotte Flair, Nia Jax, Becky Lynch, and Natalia. In each episode of Fight Like a Girl, Stephanie McMahon pairs a WWE superstar with a young woman struggling with a personal issue that's been holding her back. The WWE superstars draw from their own experiences to help their trainees overcome obstacles, become tougher, stronger, and healthy versions of their former selves inside and out. Uh, Stephanie Wingett and the strong cast of superstars are leaders and role models 
who each have personal stories of challenge, perseverance, and triumph. Um, Makes sense why Natty's not on there. Uh, she is on there. Oh. <laughs> I just have gas all the time. I don't know what to do with it. Well, let me tell you about it, honey. Just make a gimmick out of it. Uh, it will be shot at the WWE Performance Center. Each episode will feature um, transformation and heart-pounding reveal as the women change their lives forever. Uh, it's produced by <laughs> WWE Studios and Critical Content. Um, Jim, what the hell is Quibi? No fucking clue. Okay. Absolutely no clue. Um, yeah, we, we spoke about this a little bit earlier, Ryan. Brian Cage uh, has finished with Impact Wrestling. Um, Quibi is an upcoming American short-form mobile video platform headquartered in L.A. There we go. It is scheduled to launch April 6th, 2020. Okay. Well, there you go. So there it is. So it's a, a upcoming, video Upcoming uh, video, uh, yeah. like video on Look demand. Look at that. Now. Get ahead of the curve. How about it? Um, YouTube what? Brian Cage no longer with Impact Wrestling. There was reports uh, on Sunday that a deal between he and uh, uh, Impact Wrestling was completed. Um, his, his wife, however, disputed the claim, saying, really, how can you confirm something that isn't true? I'm his wife and can confirm he hasn't signed anywhere on any dotted line. Uh, PWI's Mike Johnson added in his report that Cage has yet to sign anywhere, but he is mulling over offers from several promotions. Nice. Where would you like to see him end up? Yeah, AEW. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I think he would just become another body in the WWE, but he would look like a monster. I agree. In AEW, he will look huge. My my fear is that they would like Lars Sullivan him, and I don't mean like the porn. I mean like, I mean like. Come in my face. Nope, that's not what I mean at all. <laughs> I. Uh, just he's just another big guy, right? But he could be an absolute oh, menace. Come in my face! Oh, come in my face! Stop it, Jim, with your goddamn sound effects over <laughs> in AEW. You're absolutely right. Um, yeah, yeah, I'd like to see him aimed at AEW. Um, A N W. Some root, root beer. beer, delicious. Uh, MJF uh, has finished up with uh, MLW. Uh, his 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 uh, time with MLW has come to an end. He broke the news on social media saying, "Well, my time with MLW is over. I can assure you, the dynasty will live on forever. I've had the best. Uh, I had the best tan, by the way. It's just the camera angle. Uh, the 23 year old wrestler's last match with the promotion took place January 11th in Texas um, against Marshall and Ross Von Erich. The match will air in an upcoming episode uh, of Fusion on BN Sports." Uh, his deal with MLW uh, expiring will not affect his status with AEW. He's currently signed there for the next few years. How awesome that you could just say the Von Erichs. Yeah, it's a like great. a Von Erich tag team. I would in love to see them. To in. I mean, I, I here's the thing: I either wish they would end up somewhere else, or if I got B in sports, right? B in sports is hard like, to find. And I know, I guess they do air it on their uh, YouTube page as well. It's yeah. just I have to. You have to seek I just it. Have out. to get it. Yeah. I, you know, it's been a few weeks yeah, since I watched cool NWA. It's cool unfortunately. Um. Yeah. So obviously he's uh, he's going full bore with um with all elite wrestling. Um, twenty three years old. Think back two three years ago when they had him at Legacy Wrestling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we were probably one of the few people that that because I mean, he was really on the up and up. That was and how good was he then, dude? Man, he was incredible. Such then. a talent. Such a talent. Was he was he I, Wrestle Pro or was he Monster? He's not Factor? Monster Factory. Wrestle Pro, maybe. I don't, I'm not even sure on that. Yeah, I'm not sure. To be honest, I don't want to credit the wrong the wrong group. But Rosie like, O'Donnell show. 
There is so, so much talent there. Yeah, 100%. What a heel. Ryan, one final thing, and we are going to close up a little bit early this week. Um, I've kind of been it's fighting. It's too a, damn cold. It's, it's too damn cold. I've been fighting a cold. My voice is kind of half ready to give out on me, so uh, we are going to close up a little bit early. But uh, our friend Tim, of course, not with us. You can see his hat hanging on the microphone, Don Imus style. Um, yeah. The uh, an RIP Imus. He, yeah, he, uh, he passed, passed away. away at um, like eighty seven thousand years old. Or he something. was one of those ones that I was like, oh no shit, Imus was still. Alive. I would have thought he was dead. I a hate long to be that ago. way. Um, actually, sounds like he was a pretty big uh, racist kind of piece of shit. But anyway, I've um, also heard that uh, on the final wrestling place, uh, the the Tim and Marcus have been doing these. Um, not rivals, but something about their their best, uh, best and worst like opponents of somebody. He is so wrestle well. pro. I just looked it up. I apologize. Okay. No, no, I, by, I wasn't by Pat sure. Buck and Kurt Hawkins. So great eye for talent there. Great call, Jim. But uh, th- this week they covered Randy Savage, and they brought up a, a question: Does Randy Savage's rehearsing of matches, like we we like we've heard the stories of. You know, his matches were, like, rehearsed almost, you know, down to every last move. Um, Like, does that hurt his legacy at all? Like, as opposed to, like, being able to call it in the ring. Like, everybody talks about how, like, Flair was a great ring general. Triple H, Bret Hart. Like, there were so many great ring generals. But, like, Randy Savage, he was notorious for uh, having, like, everything, everything just planned out and rehearsed. Like, does that hurt him at all? I absolutely don't think so. Right. Jim, I really don't. And, and, and the reason is, and, and I'm going to take like what some people might say is like the coward's way out, but there are bands who are artists that will meticulously record every single thing. And then there were some bands that would rather just kind of record live and we're going to get it right. And, and Well, and, and I mean, even if you think of it as like a live show, like there's a lot of bands who will play the same set every night in every city. And those those fifteen songs are extremely well rehearsed down to a T. And then there's other bands that will have a set list going into a tour of what do you want to hear? Five different songs, right? And they'll just play different ones, and sometimes they'll screw up, and sometimes right. they'll have to start over, and whatever. Um, like here's the like here's the way I think out of it, and and we've all, we've often talked on this show about how you can't look at you know 1980 through 2020 eyes. Mm-hmm. You're right. I'm not going to look back at Macho Man Randy Savage with with the knowledge that I have now of I know this guy rehearsed things. I'm going to look at it as when I watch WrestleMania 8, you know, that that gem of a match between Randy Savage and Ric Flair was so fucking good. And when I look at what Savage was able to do with the Ultimate Warrior at WrestleMania 7, and when I, you know, and I I look at the Savage Steamboat match. Does it matter if it was scripted? Fuck no. Right. I mean, well, it's all scripted. I mean, rehearsed. Right, okay, rehearsed. No, absolutely not. And here's the deal: we've we've been in backstage situations. We see Jim. guys going over spots all the all time. All the time. I mean, and I've I know seen it's not single every wrestlers move. going through spots by the, you know. Uh, sure. Uh, like, like they're just again, we're pu- they're putting their bodies at risk. Like it's not natural to be dropping repeatedly on your back. Jim. Not normal. So at all. I would probably want to make sure this is all kosher and legit as before I do it. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, man, great no. call though. You see the match, I'm not like I bet they did that a couple right. times. Like I've never, I've never watched even now. I've never gone back and watched a Randy Savage match and thought, you know what, that was really rehearsed. I'm going to now. Yeah, you put it on me. <laughs> Thanks, um, Tim. You jerk. 
But no, uh, it, it's an interesting thing to talk about. I may bring it up with Tim when he's yeah, back with awesome. us next week. I'd love week. to hear his opinion. I'm assuming they talked about it on Final Wrestling Place. They certainly did. If you don't listen to them, make sure you do. Head over to Final Wrestling Place. Um, but I'm going to... I'm going to close it up. You let's, ready to close you know it up? Let's close it up. It's too cold. It. It's too damn let's cold. Let's get home before it gets any goddamn colder. One. Follow me. It's at RYN Eagle or don't. I don't care. Follow the three count pages. That's what I really care about. ThreeCountThursday.com. Twitter and Instagram at ThreeCountThursday. Facebook.com slash ThreeCountThursday. Patreon.com slash ThreeCountThursday. Yeah, you can follow me at Big Jim Sports. Head over to our Instagram, though. Uh, there is a great uh, Woman of the Week content up there. Uh, give us feedback, too. Like, subscribe to us, uh, YouTube page, all of that. Let us know. Have a good night, guys. Devin, Jason, um, Scotty, Charlie, anybody else that was out there. Uh, we appreciate you. We appreciate you following us. And um, next week, obviously, we're going to get ready for Royal Rumble You guys weekend. just bought yourself a half an hour. Go do something fun with it. Um, but, yeah, make sure you're following us. Make sure you're following along to our home network, NGSC Sports, over at NGSCSports.com. Leib Sports, they broadcast us live each and every week. L-E-E-I-B-Sports.com. Again, you can follow me at Big Jim Sports. Make sure you just follow along with everything Three Count related. Three Count Thursday across all social media. ThreeCountThursday.com. Until next week, stay safe, stay smart, and go for the pin.